Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shekha as always and I welcome you to my channel and to my podcast or wherever you guys are listening to me from. 
I really appreciate all your support and all your different comments and emails. It's been really fascinating to me that a lot of you guys are actually watching from India, which is really interesting because I didn't realize I've never actually had a conversation with someone from India about them BTI. So I'm glad that you guys are discovering it and that you guys are researching on it. I find that I think it's a great step forward um, in terms of progress. Anyways, a diatribe there. In this video, I want to speak to you guys about the fact that INFJs have a lot of weird, quirky obsessions. Um, something that probably you will never figure out about your INFJ unless you're really, really, really close to them. When I first started getting into animes, you guys have heard this so many times that I love anime, but I wasn't into it for the longest time. You know, I, I used to think that it was kind of funny that people, adults, would actually read comics or watch cartoons. I thought it was it was kind of hilarious, uh, which is funny. I think it's karma. You know, I used to make fun of those people, and now I am one of those people. Ugh. Anyways, so yeah, so I was not always into it. I think I got into it maybe three, four years ago, actually just around a time that I quit my job and I started living more authentically to myself, learning more about myself and just being true to myself. That is when I started discovering all these interests and passions and obsessions that I'd never had before because perhaps I had the time for it, the mental capacity for it, but also because I was like, all right, yeah, let's try something new and see if I like it or not. And if I like it, I'd, stuck, I'd stick with it. And if I don't like it, then I can just try something else new, right? That's when I started doing improv. That's when I started you know, making these videos as well. Um, I didn't post them then. Uh, I post them much later, but I started doing videos. Um, and obviously I started watching animes. So I didn't watch a lot of them in the beginning because I, I was really ashamed of it. It was actually a really interesting feeling to think about now. Now I just watch them and talk about it all the time with strangers <laughs> of the internet. But back then I was ashamed of the fact that I had this really random quirky obsession. I was afraid to tell people about it because I thought they would judge me. I was afraid to even talk about it. And I would always hide in my room, obviously. I hid my room a lot, but I only watched it when I was by myself. I would never even think about watching it with my family, or I would never even talk about it with my family. They would think I was absolutely insane. They were already thinking I'm insane, but I just didn't want to exist. Ex uh, I didn't want to <laughs> make it worse. I'm trying to say new words, but it's not working out. So. As I said, I, was, I had this obsession and I was afraid of it. And I think a lot of us as INFJs, we have weird obsessions. And this is just a part of us, I think. We just like, we just like finding new things that fascinate us and then kind of getting really into it, getting intense about it, get passionate about it. And then if we like it, we stick with it for a while. And then perhaps we kind of move on to a new passion and we, we go with that for a few months, a few years, and then we find something else, right? And so we get obsessed. We really extremely get obsessed. When I... Was, uh, when I was younger, uh, I think I was 16 or 17, uh, I, I joined the track and field team at my university. I got into university when I was 16 because uh, I finished school really early because I started school early, um, like I fast-tracked. But anyways, I was 16 when I started university um, my first year and I joined the track and field team there and I thought it was really fun. I liked the act of running. It was really soothing to me and really hypnotic. And so I started running on my own in the mornings and I would get up every single morning and I'd go for a run. And I lived in Toronto at the time. It wasn't that cold then. Well, it was really cold. And it was also, um, it snowed a lot at that point. I think it snows much less now because of global warming. But it was, that was, that was a long time ago. Oh my goodness. Uh, that was like 18 years ago or something. And so 
so it was a long time ago, but I used to go, to go for a run every single day. And I mean every single day. I would go out clubbing at night and I would, you know, party till 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. And I, I did that at that time. Um, and then I'd come back home and I'd sleep for a couple of hours. And then I had to go for a run every morning at 6.30, 7 a.m., whatever it was. And I would get up every single morning, no matter what had happened, no matter when I went to sleep, no matter how much sleep I'd gotten, I would get up every morning like an automaton and go for my run. Now, maybe this is just a running thing. Maybe it's a runner's addiction. You know, you get that endorphin rush and you're so excited about it. But it was also my obsession. At that time, I was obsessed with running. I, I was obsessed with the feeling I got when I got, got up every day and I went for a run. It, was just, it just felt really, really good. And then eventually, you know, after a while, I realized that it was fine. I didn't want to run anymore. And I stopped completely. From going for a run every single day for such a long time, I just stopped all of a sudden and I was done with it. And then people would just ask me all the time, they're like, you're not going for your run? And I'd be like, nope, no, I'm done with that now. And I just started doing yoga after that. And I joined hot yoga. And then again, same kind of obsessive kind of personality of mine. I started doing yoga every single day. And I meant every single day. And this is hot yoga. So it's not just an hour that's taken out of your, out of your day. It's half an hour to drive there. And you usually get there or try to get there half an hour early so you can, or 20 minutes early so you can change and get into the room and, and relax for a bit. And then the, the class itself is an hour, an hour and a half, depending on the class. And then, you know, you take a shower after 20 minutes, whatever, and then you drive back. So it's basically three hours of your day completely ruined, absolutely gone, right? And But it's still, I went every single day. I didn't do anything else with my life except yoga and whatever else I was doing, work and all that. And I was obsessed. I was so obsessed that, you know, sometimes I'd have situations where I had to choose um, something else over yoga. So there was this incident where it was my birthday and my parents were like, yeah, let's, let's go out for a meal. It'll be fine. It's your birthday. And I was like, no, I can't. I have to go to hot yoga. And my brother's like, you can skip hot yoga for a day for your birthday. And I was like, there is no way I can skip hot yoga for a day. <laughs> Oh, Shaga. I think to myself, I'm a little bit insane, I think. But that's how I was. And I actually went to hot yoga and I, I, I skipped the dinner. Oh, I'm a terrible human being. But I was so angry that they even suggested that I skip my obsession. And that is how we get as an obsessive INFJ. We have a lot of random quirky obsessions. Not that yoga is a quirky obsession. Although back then it was very rare that people did yoga. Um, it's becoming obviously extremely popular now. But back then hot yoga was one of those things that everyone would talk about. But they were like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's just yoga. It's just stretching. Um, and then they'd do the class and they would die. <laughs> so much fun. I do love hot yoga still, but it's not one of my obsessions. I do yoga every single morning, but it's not hot yoga. Um, I have other obsessions that I'm dealing with right now. Actually, I'm back to running again, which is fun. I'm actually, I missed it a lot and I get up every morning. And again, as obsessively as before, even if my body is killing me and, and I'm in so much pain, I still get up and go for a run. So all of this to say that INFJs have these weird, random, quirky obsessions. A bunch of you have messaged me telling me you know, that you like to fix cars. You know, that's one of your obsessions. You kind of take them apart and put them all together and, and fix cars. Uh, another person told me that he likes to collect teacups. You know, that's an interesting obsession that he has. And he goes around the world collecting teacups. Um, I mean, I could just go on and on with all the different messages you guys send me. And I'm sure you guys have read it as well. There's a lot of interesting, quirky obsessions out there. And INFJs seem to have a lot of them. The reason, I'm going to get to my point, the reason I'm doing this video is because I don't want you guys to be like how I was when I was first obsessed with anime and how ashamed I was about it, right? Nowadays, obviously, I talk about it freely with everyone and everyone thinks I'm insane. They still think I'm insane. Just like I thought they would think back then. They still do. People always look at me and think, 
anime? Aren't you 35 years old? <laughs> Isn't that supposed to be like a teen thing? And I say, maybe. But that's the thing. I mean, people are still going to make fun of you. And people still make fun of me. And they still think that I'm an absolute completely, <laughs> complete idiot. But I still tell them. Because now, right now, nowadays, I'm not ashamed of any of my quirky obsessions. I actually love them all. And I want to share them all with people. Now... As an INFJ, of course, we are very careful with the people that we share our obsessions with. I share my obsessions with you guys because, you know, you, you guys are like my family. You are like my, my viewers and my, my supporters and my followers or whatever you guys want to call yourself. Um, my boomies. No, I'm just kidding. So you guys are my people, right? And so I can share this with you without any, any fear of ridicule. And even if you ridicule me, it's all right because you guys are far away and it doesn't really matter. But I know that you're not going to. The same thing with sharing it with my sister and my family now. I, they all know that I watch anime now. <laughs> and I think perhaps they kind of given up a little bit on me. That, you know, she's just weird. She just does weird things. Um, and I think that's the kind of attitude a lot of people have towards me now. Is that whenever I start telling them about some random new obsession that I have, uh, they just nod their head and say, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I, I, if I tell them, you know, I started studying Japanese. They're like, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So they just kind of look at it as, yeah, you know what, she's an INFJ. Well, not necessarily that they say that she's an INFJ, but they, they say, yeah, she's weird. And she has random obsessions that she kind of gets up with. And if she isn't harming anyone, if she isn't killing anyone or doing drugs or anything, then let her do whatever she wants kind of thing, right? So it works out really well for me. But the same idea for you guys. At first, it will be a little bit difficult for you guys to share your obsessions with the world. And I know that probably the only people that probably know about your obsessions are either uh, really, really close friends or family or your journal. Probably that, those are the only two people who know it. Uh, and so one of the things that I'm really trying to push you guys to do is to be more authentic around the people, around everyone, really. It doesn't really matter who they are, even if, if they're strangers of the street. If I meet someone randomly, I'll tell them that I watch anime. I mean, that's just one of my random obsessions. There's a b bunch of different things that I do that I'm obsessed with. Some of the things I don't talk about. Some of the things are private to me and they're my thing and I don't need to share it with anyone. Not because I'm ashamed of it, but it's, you know, you have to keep some things to yourself, right? You can't share everything with the world. But some of your obsessions, be, be more comfortable and get a little bit more comfortable with sharing it with the world, sharing a little bit more of yourself with the world, especially your quirkiness. Because... As much as you think that people are going to think you're weird, they probably already think you're weird anyways. And so it's just going to add to the joy and the fun of knowing you. And they're probably going to feel closer to you because you've shared that quirky obsession with them. And for non-INFJs who are watching, if an INFJ shares your, their quirky obsession with you, that means they like you or that means that they trust you. And there's a possibility if you're looking to be in a relationship with them that that might happen. So that's, again, another clue for you non-INFJs who want to date an INFJ, who want to be closer to an INFJ, if they share your obsession with you, their obsession with you, then that means that there is definitely a possibility there that they like you or want to be with you or want to be closer to you somehow or, or trust you, which is a big deal for us. So I've spoken a lot about <laughs> obsessions, a lot of random stories. I hope that you guys enjoyed this video. If you guys have any questions at all about obsessions or about quirkiness or about anything else, please message me anytime. All my contact information is in the description below uh, or comment below. I'm always reading all your comments. So I will definitely reply back to you if you have any questions. Um, if you have a big question, like a really big, long email to send me, then I prefer my Boomshaka email, boomshaka.themillionerherpy.com. Again, it's in the description below because it's easier to reply to a long question, you know, through email.
okay again thank you so much for watching thank you for being on my channel on my podcast i shall see you guys in the next video bye for now thanks for listening if you want to put a face to the voice you can check out my youtube channel boom shakar bye for now even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.